We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the NBA Front Office Show. We've got the All-Star break coming up. We are almost there. We've got a lot of news going on around the NBA before we get into what's going to be a little bit of a lull. I don't know. Keith Keith Smith, NBA, joining me. I'm, I'm already kind of dreading the All-Star break. I feel like it's it's too long. I know the players are probably will probably tell me I'm crazy, but this, it's too long of not having basketball. I don't count the All-Star game as basketball. A week and a half you know, of no basketball is going to be a problem for me. Yeah, I, I mean, definitely not a... Uh, um... A basketball game. It's a uh, it's an exhibition game. Uh, to uh, by all accounts, I do enjoy uh, All Star Saturday night. Uh-huh. I, I like that uh, quite a bit. The three point contest and the dunk contest and um, uh, whatever else they dream up uh, that night. I always have fun with that one. I yeah, I'm not a super big fan of the All Star game itself. I generally put it on and kind of do other things while it's on. Um, but yeah, I'm with you. I think I'm going to enjoy like maybe the first couple days mm-hmm. of just maybe getting caught up on the DVR and doing some other stuff a little bit. I think I said on here before, like I had a million uh, people recommend things for me and I was like, that's cool for the break. That's cool for the break. And now I have like 20 books and like 30 TV shows. And that's <laughs> like, that's not going to happen. So some of that will drop into the summertime. But yeah, I give it till sometime Sunday when I'm like, is there a game on? And this is when I do that. I, I, I drop into the, uh, to, to college. Like I'll drop mm-hmm. into the college games for, for a few days, even though that's like, that's just not what I want to do. <laughs> college basketball is not a, uh, not, not great. I tried so hard not to be an NBA snob, but you know, mm-hmm. alas, here we are. And we, we spend too much time watching the NBA. That's, that's the, the problem is we become yeah. so accustomed to that. Um, all right, a lot to get into here. By the way, to put on your list, you probably already have it, but Peacemaker just got renewed for season two. I'm telling you, it's pretty <laughs> it's on my it's, list. It's pretty epic. Definitely not kid friendly, but but pretty epic. All right. Yeah, that's one that will get watched during the day yes. when when she's off at school. I'll be uh maybe maybe checking on that one. Uh, you know, go go from there. But but I've got on top of that, I have like eight writing projects that I was like, all right, I'll work on those when I don't have any games to react to and all that stuff and. Yeah, so it's I'm not gonna get anything accomplished. I'm sure it'll just be you know what it is, but that's fine. Um, but, you know, it's it's all good. It's our it's our recharge time after the crazy that's trade it. deadline. Um, speaking it. of the trade deadline, though, Adam Silver gave an interview to the Athletic and had some things to say uh, about 
trades and trade negotiations. He, he talked about a few things. There's a few topics we're going to mm -hmm. touch upon, but I want to start with Adam Silver saying that the 76ers, Ben Simmons, James Harden, Brooklyn Nets, that situation, the way it played out, he wasn't particularly thrilled with and that he didn't like that the negotiations were public. He thinks these things should be behind closed doors. And I want to get your take. What do you think about Adam Silver saying that the commissioner coming out and saying, I don't like that these things are getting out there because I've got I've got a take on it. But I'm curious about what what you think. Yeah, I have a handful of uh, things. Um, I, I want to correct you. I think this interview was actually with Yahoo Sports with uh, Vince Goodwill. I, I think he did a couple of different interviews, uh, but this uh, this particular one came out of that with Vince. Yep, you're right. Um, you're you know, right. Good yeah. Correction so, there. um, but yeah, it's um, I so I have a couple thoughts. One is I think in general teams prefer for this stuff to be done in private. Um, they, they don't want to. In this case, they very much wanted to negotiate through the media. Uh, that's why there were, you know, uh, leaky ships all over the place here with, uh, you know, stuff coming out. Um, for the league as a whole, eh, you want this stuff out there. Because this was 24-7 content for forever. Right. I mean, this thing went whether it was Simmons updates, Harden updates, and then Harden and Simmons updates. We got you know, weeks and days of content out of this, and it kept the NBA in the news cycle. I mean, this was a huge story throughout the course of the NFL playoffs. Like, you know, now, you, of course, no one was uh, skipping NFL games mm -hmm. to read these stories or anything, but it was still taking time away on like the, the sports center and first take shows and all those things. So I, I, yeah, I think you have to say this, and I think the teams very much would prefer it, but I think there's probably a little bit of not truth in here of, you know, hey, well, we're okay if it plays out because we, we like the attention. I think we need to remember who Adam Silver is speaking for. In this case, he's speaking for mm -hmm. the teams. And, of course, from the team's yep. perspective, you're right. They do not want this information getting out there. If information on a trade gets out, it complicates things for a team in so many different ways, including if a trade falls apart. If a trade falls apart and suddenly that player that was in all these rumors is back with you, that's a situation yeah. to deal with. Not to mention, you yep. can lose leverage in trade talks if suddenly word gets out. That's why we see so many teams, you know, a trade rumor comes out and the team immediately says, no, we're not trading him. I mean, Steve Nash, right? Mm -hmm. Or the Sacramento Kings with, yeah. with the uh, Tyrese Halliburton. How'd that go for Yeah, Steve? exactly. This is it, <laughs> The leverage game is certainly real. But, but you're right. Big picture. Adam Silver knows this. You absolutely want this information out there. You want this to be a topic of discussion. This is why there's no set parameter of what is an all-star? What is an MVP? It's to generate discussion. So the NBA 100% wants these things to happen you just have to say oh we'd prefer it happens behind closed doors maybe they would prefer that it's not quite this messy or, or whatever but the nba transaction game is better than any other league it's part of why you and i are here right it's better than the, than anything else better than the nfl better than mlb and it's to the point where people are now following the nba just to follow the transaction game and just to follow the rumors yeah. and everything else that's happening so I understand that it's an uncomfortable situation for teams to be in, but ultimately the league benefits when you get this type of discussion around two star level players getting involved in a trade. So I understand why Adam Silver has to say it. 
I don't think even he believes it, though. Yeah, that's exactly it. I mean, I, I always think, too, right? Remember who he learned under. Mm-hmm. He learned under David Stern. David Stern would do things on uh, NFL opening day. Remember when he announced that's when the dress code mm-hmm. got announced? It was like opening weekend of the NFL season. Uh, he would love to throw things out there during um, – uh, you know, the baseball uh, playoffs and those kind of things. Just it was always about, hey, let's let's get things locked in here to get the attention on our game. So, yeah, I, I don't think it's there now. This is uh, I'm going to give kind of old man Keith moment here on my soapbox. This is weird coming from me. I don't like the over focus on transactions um, in the NBA game. Um, I love transactions. Don't get me wrong. But the people you you know, there's a chunk of people who don't actually watch mm-hmm. games, and that is scary and worrisome. That they're only worried about where people move into, so I can move them in 2K, and I can do this and that, and you know, play with those kind of things. I do that part worries me a little bit. Is uh, you know, is just that that part's a little worrisome. Um, but yeah, as long as long as we kind of go to a uh, um you know, place where we have balance, which is what I think like guys like you and I try to provide, then I think we're okay. I'm in agreement with that. I I kind of look at it almost the way that I view fantasy football, where like fantasy football to me enhances my enjoyment of football, of watching the games, right? When I'm going through transaction stuff and I'm breaking down, could this player go here? Would this player work here? To me, when I'm watching the games, it just enhances my understanding of why player X is on team Y, why this player fits here, what potential options that team has moving forward and the strategic options that they've got in terms of building out a roster. So it's something to me that enhances the actual game, but I get your concern too that, hey, there's some people out there that are really just watching the transactions and that's it. And maybe for the NBA's long-term future, that's not the best thing that you want out there. Although I do think the attention overall is a good thing, particularly when you're going up against the NFL, MLB, you know, all, all the other leagues. Yep. Uh, other mm-hmm. thing from Adam Silver, where we're going to cover a couple more topics from him. And as we kind of said, he's, he's making the interview rounds leading up to All-Star. He will also do his, uh, basically, it's like the State of the NBA address yep. at, at All-Star. That, that'll be coming. I think that's actually tomorrow. Um, I believe that is mm-hmm. when that happens is on Friday. Um but he is, he spoken, uh, this was with Mike Greenberg of ESPN interview in an interview. He has basically said it's not, um, you know, it's not good for players to be asking for trades while they're under contract. And one of his point was we see shorter contracts, which creates more natural player movement, which he's not at all saying player movement right. is bad. He, he very much recognizes that's good. That allows teams and players to change situations for the better for either side. But he said, it's just not uh, his thing was, but shorter contracts to me is something very different in free agents moving at the end of their contracts is different than what we just saw where you have players actively seeking to move while they're under contract. The data is clear on that. That's not good for the league. And what he's talking about with the data is they do extensive polling in the NBA of uh, fans like us, fans like, like 
you guys who are watching and listening to this show who are really into it, but also casual fans and fans who are, you know, just kind of sort of fans. And sometimes people who aren't even fans at all to get a very wide spectrum. And consistently the answer that they get back is people don't like this. They don't like when players who have a contract force their way out of a, out of a situation because it, it's, it, it is not great, right? It doesn't look good for anybody. The one thing I will always say on this is teams can do mm-hmm. it. If a team decides I don't like a player, see you later. Off we go. Even though I signed a contract as a player with you, you can trade me. I, I It doesn't bother me quite as much. What I don't like is when you have clear, I want to go to this one team when I have you know a year or two years or three years left on a contract, that's not okay because now what you've done is potentially hurt that team's ability to make a fair trade. That's the kind of thing I don't like. That can be a difficult situation. I don't I don't have a problem with a player telling a team that's going to be a free agent in a year or whatever it is. Guys, I'm probably not coming back. I think that actually helps the team. That sure. puts the that gives the team information that puts them in a better position yep. moving forward. They can go get something for it. Uh, you could say that it, going public is not great, but in terms of a player telling a team, "Hey, I'd prefer a trade because I'm going to be a free agent in a year and I'm not going to come back anyway." I think that's actually to the benefit of the team. You know, personally, having gone through Dwight Howard leaving the Lakers way back when, sure. and the Lakers got nothing yeah. in return, and that was it. I went, oh my God, you know, I wish Dwight had just would have told the Lakers, hey, I'm not going to return, and then they yeah. could have traded him and got something in, in return for him. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think yep. that there can be a benefit. It's just finding that fine line that can be really tough. Certainly if you've got guys that are four years sure. under contract, you know, they signed the contract and the ink's not even dry and they're like, okay, cool. I got my contract. Trade me. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. that's a little, that's tough because look, fans, fans look at things from an emotional perspective and fans get attached to players. Fans are obviously attached to the teams mm-hmm. themselves as well. And so when a player does something that is perceived as hurting that team, fans are going to feel hurt on an emotional an emotional sure. level too. And that's that's part of being a, a fan of a game, right? Or a supporter of a yeah. team. Yep. So I can understand that you probably don't want that happening so much, but it's also a fine line because like I said, there's some situations where it's actually beneficial for the player to go and tell the team, hey, I'm on my way out, get what you can for me. Yeah, that, that's exactly. I don't that part. I don't like. Like I said, I just don't like when it comes down to. And I'll pick on the Anthony Davis stuff a little bit because now that worked out fine for the Pelicans. It worked out fine for the Lakers. Clearly, they won a championship. Um, but I do think there was a part of that where it was it could have gone poorly if it really stuck to nope. Uh, you know, trade me anywhere else. I'm opting out and I'm not resigning there. Uh, that that just limits the team's market. And now you know the Lakers paid a you know pretty hefty price, uh, so it all worked out okay. And some of that price is really yet to even be paid, right? Because they haven't delivered everything just yet. Um, but yeah, let's let's see you know where that one goes. But yeah, I, I'm with you. If we're and, and I think there's a chance in the next CBA negotiations, which are right around the corner. We may see a change on these things mm-hmm. as far as if you're on a you know extension, how many years into that extension before they can be traded, which is also you know potentially good for the players and the teams because from the team side, the player can't ask out. From the player side, the team can't be like, We're oh, man, you. we blew this one. Get this guy out of here. Um, you know, or maybe there's some you know mutual agreement thing, but that gets a little wonky, right? Because 
you know, was it really mutually agreed to? And then somebody comes out later and is like, well, they said they were going to bench me if they didn't trade me and, you know, all these other things. So, yeah, I'm not sure where we're going. You want to move on to the next? I do want to mention one final thing here, and this is, I'm sure probably my own bias comes into this, just being from, you know, the Lakers side of things. I'm looking at it from the perspective of the other teams that want to trade for the player, whether it's Anthony Davis or whoever. If you're going to give up major assets and the guy is a free agent in a year, don't you want to know, is this guy going to stay? So if you send out that message like, hey, if we trade all of our stuff to get you, are you going to stay? Is that player supposed to lie and say, oh, yeah, I'll stay. And then they're putting that team. And I know it's I know it kills the value if you say I'm only going to this one spot. But if the player really it's, it's just a tough line to, to walk and I figure look, out. Agreed. I look at it as it's probably one where you'd rather have all of it stay very yes, quiet. Very true. Um because the only one let's just use Anthony Davis as a proxy here for this. The only team that potentially could have been hurt in this whole situation, at least initially, is the mm-hmm. Pelicans. Right? Because if Anthony Davis, by all reports, said, Don't trade for me, Celtics, I'm not gonna resign there. So the Celtics don't get hurt because they don't right. trade for him, right? They say, no, all right, then we're not going to give up. Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum, which in retrospect, imagine what a disaster mm-hmm. that would have been. Um, you know, had he just then left town a year later. Um, the the Lakers don't get hurt because they're still in it, sure. right? I still can get my guy. So the only team that really gets hurt in that case is the Pelicans. Now, the way this actually played out, they yeah. didn't. They still they got, got a, a monster package. And And I have heard arguments where it can actually benefit the team because the Pelicans could have said, nope, not trading them. We're going to keep them, you know, until the Lakers kept adding Mm -hmm. and adding and adding until it was finally like, all right, now now we have a deal, right? Because they very much could have said that. That gets in a whole very that's when you run into the Simmons territory of Nanny doesn't Mm -hmm. play and all that stuff. I I did just as an aside, because it's semi-related. There's a lot of stuff out there of who's going to be the next one to afford yeah, to be a Simmons, right. right? And all that stuff. I don't know that we're going to see it again. I, I, I it, We will see something similar-ish. I just don't know that we're going to see somebody that early into a full max five-year contract extension that's going to basically say, yeah, I can punt on half a year's plus right. salary and not do it. I just don't know that we're going to get there. So I don't want to make this out to be, oh, gosh, now this is going to be everybody's overcorrect because it's, of that. Yep. Exactly. I, I think this is a this is probably a very unique one time situation. Other guys will do this. Um, I mean, in, in reality, Anthony Davis kind of mm-hmm. did it right. But it's not a it's the length of time that he was under contract for that. I don't think we're in danger sure. of seeing that happen, you know, again here in the next, you know, year or yeah. so. That, and that's, that's a great point. And I think that the knee jerk reaction sometimes can be to overcorrect and then you wind yourself up in an sure. even worse situation or with some unintended consequences. So I am curious to see how the NBA handles this moving forward. Um, all right. We do have the midseason tournament. That's still a thing that's that's being discussed. I yeah. think it's it's not only a it's, thing. It's I mean, happening. He's got to yeah. make it happen. It's yeah. going to happen. And look, you and I are both yeah. are both soccer fans. Yeah, we, still... I, I can see the benefit from it. I, yep. My only hesitation has been: Can you get the players to buy in? If you can, cool. Let's do this thing. 
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yep. Yeah, my guess is this this is going to be a big part of the next CBA negotiations, if not a um, what they call a side letter negotiation, which is an agreement within the current CBA to amend things. Uh, clearly, the NBA and uh, and BPA have gotten very good at that because yes. they were forced to do over the last few years. Um, that That's a big part of why things are chugging along compared to say major league baseball, which pitchers and catchers were supposed to report this week and nothing's going on there because at least at the major league level, because they, they are in the middle of a labor battle. Uh, the way these, the NBA and the NBPA have come together on things has been great. It keeps everything moving. Um, they, I they think they very much have the approach of, uh, the business approach of half a watermelon mm-hmm. is better than a whole grape. Just keep, Things moving. We're all, you know, we're all getting rich here. Let's just keep going. Um, what I thought was interesting about his comments on the midseason tournament was he did change it to midseason or changed it to in season okay. versus midseason, basically saying there's mm-hmm. no no thought that it may be right in the middle of the season. Um, and then he basically explained it's stealing a page out of European soccer. And for those folks who don't listen or watch, there's a couple different things that happen in European soccer. There are um domestic tournament um where it's like all the clubs in england one of the coolest ones i think it's the fa cup even the lower level teams all the way down to like the eighth Mm -hmm. division of soccer where it's like guys who are like they're they're doing this part-time playing you know soccer you know once a week and you know a couple practices a week while they're doing things and there was um one of those teams actually won a game that then just the way the whole thing Works. They ended up hosting Tottenham Hotspur, who's one of the mm-hmm. biggest clubs in the world, in their their little like neighborhood field <laughs> at their their place. Um, and how they got in was really cool. It was a um, substitute teacher assisted a garbage collector on the game winning goal <laughs> in their prior game to advance to hosting a game against one of the biggest clubs in the world. Now the NBA is clearly not going to go to that level. Right? They're not going to be down into, you know, uh, Trevor and I getting <laughs> We're out, out there playing Lakers. We we would not out. have the Cinderella story where where we get the win. That yeah. that would not happen. <laughs> Somehow I don't think so. No, I I can tell you though I would get shots up as best I could. They might all get blocked immediately back in my face, but Just I would to say I scored on an NBA team. Um, yep. No doubt. Yeah, it'd be the Andrew <laughs> Bynum style. Made ninety four feet from the hoop. I'd be letting it fly, baby. Um, but. It's they're going to do something here. And what he wants to get into is 
give a give teams a chance to win mm-hmm. something that is not the, the championship. Now, what gets interesting is how seriously the teams take it. How do you incent them? What are they actually playing for beyond just the trophy? Because this is the thing in these these uh, uh, European soccer. These trophies have been around in some cases mm-hmm. for hundreds of years. So it's like the, the, this is a big deal to win one of these trophies, um, you know, or it's a huge deal for these little clubs to advance deep into these tournaments and those things. So, so that's where they've got a lot to figure out, but, but this is coming. They're going to do something with this. And I'm, I'm very curious to see how it gets. Put yeah. Together. I'm excited about it. I think it's going to be interesting again, as long as you can get the players to buy in, as long as you don't have like LeBron looking at it and saying, Oh, cool. Rest time. See you guys in a week. Then, uh, then I think that yeah. uh, this could work out really well. And I'm excited to see how it all plays out. Uh, let's move forward here. We came into this yep. saying we were going to have a quick show and of course, of course we're already not, yeah. which is, which is great because we, we love talking NBA basketball, but we jinxed ourselves. That was my fault before the show started. <laughs> um, Zion Williamson, perhaps needing another surgery. Are we going to see Zion this season? I'm kind of no, thinking, no, I don't think so. I'm thinking no. Yeah, at this I point. don't think so. Even if he doesn't get another surgery, I mean, it's the middle of February. Yeah. It's we have had no update to to his status. So I would say that's a minimum then we're at least four weeks from him playing, mm-hmm. right? Because it would probably be two weeks and then two weeks to ramp up. So let's say we're four weeks out from that. Now you're talking that March. Maybe. Remember a few years ago after Paul mm-hmm. George broke his leg? The Pacers brought him back at the very end of the season. I think he played right. in like six or eight games. It. And it was kind of more just, mm-hmm. hey, yeah, let's get the let, yeah. let's get the rust knocked off. Let's feel about this. Let's feel confident in the leg again. So that way when we hit training camp, mm-hmm. that's all behind us now. Now we're just moving forward. Maybe something like that. But if we're talking that there's even a chance of a second surgery, I don't think so. Now I start to worry, is he even going to be ready for the start of next season? Yeah. That, that does have to be, I hadn't thought of that, but I guess that does have to be a concern. I'm so yeah. focused on this season and thinking, oh my gosh. It, <laughs> it sounds does. weird to say, but it's only right. eight months away. I mean, you know. Get yeah. healthy, Zion. Get healthy. Um, speaking of which. Fun other yeah, Pelican cool. story, though. Are we going to stick with that one? Yeah, this is fun. Um, this was, I think it was, uh, he uh, reported here for the uh, for um, about the Pelicans rather he's one of the beat writers covering the Pelicans is at the 2019 draft they tried to trade up to draft John Morant they tried to move up if we remember they had the number four mm-hmm. pick part of the right um, and they tra- they ultimately did trade out of that pick but they tried to trade up to move up to draft John Morant. They tried all kinds of combinations. They couldn't get the Grizzlies to bite. That would have been something, man. Mm-hmm. That's a, you know, what's funny. That's the kind of thing I do in video games where like I'll acquire like the first two picks in the draft and then draft two guys and off I'll go. But yeah, man, that would have been a lot of fun. It would have been, and it's certainly, it's up there in terms of the what if moments in the NBA. I mean, there've been a bunch of them in the past, you know, uh, we think about what if Tim Duncan had joined the Orlando Magic back in the day. Remember when that seemed like it was a thing that was going to happen? Uh, this would certainly be something kind of along those lines. Like what if they had actually succeeded and we had Jaw and Zion together? That that would have been interesting moving forward. But um, alas, was not to be. 
Nope. All right. Let's get into, uh, oh, it, it, something that actually did happen. And we talked about it a little bit yesterday, but DeAndre Bembry officially now with the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, so they add in another another piece. And yep. uh, and good. And again, still dealing with that Pat, Pat Connaughton in, injury. And they still have roster spots available to go chase Gordon. Gordon yeah, so that's and that's that could wind up being the landing spot for him. Yeah, it could be Goran Dragic will wear waivers on Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern. Uh, well, my guess is he probably has a pretty good mm-hmm. idea where he's headed uh, by now at this point. Now what will happen is that signing will likely get executed uh, probably over the All-Star break. What generally happens is every team returns back from the All-Star break uh, a couple days before games pick up. And they do kind of almost like a mini camp of like, hey, all right, let's get everybody back going again. It's a great time to incorporate a new player because you've got a couple days just right. to focus on practices, um, which are you know very limited uh, throughout the course of the NBA season. So yeah, I wouldn't be surprised with that. Um, I want to go back. One thing oh, we yeah. didn't talk um, on the Adam. Oh Silver yes, stuff. yeah, we, uh, I missed that. Yeah, made in. Yeah, it, it, the expensive uh, getting flagged for vaccine <laughs> disinformation here. Um, <laughs> Adam Silver said basically that he thinks the rules are unfair. Um, He thinks, now he was very, very, very clear that he believes everyone should get vaccinated and boosted. His unfair part was, why can home team performers, and he was asked in context of Kyrie Irving, but in general, he said, why can home team performers not play while road team performers can? and he basically then kind of said that's not really his place, but he would hope uh, in this case, New York would relook at their their mandates on, on vaccinations and relook at what, what the things are, those kind of things. Um, what was interesting was that kind of matches with John Marks, Nash, others who have said, you know, they hope Kyrie Irving will be able to play at some point. Now, today... Uh, New York uh, Mayor Eric Adams was asked, um, I think he was directly asked, would you change the rules Mm -hmm. for Kyrie Irving? And he said, the rules are unfair. And he said, his quote was, honestly, I'm struggling because it's not fair for hometown teams to face different rules than visiting teams. That doesn't mean he's going to say unvaccinated performers can play in home games. That could be flipped into a now nobody can <laughs> that, play. That could go the right? other way. It could go that way. Yeah, that's it's one of those where you always want to be kind of careful what you ask for here. But I, it, it's let, let's see. Uh, you know, Adam Silver talked, as have many others. Uh, you know, things around the country are changing. Mask, you know, mandates are you know, st- you know, here where I live in Orlando, the theme parks, you know, the major ones being Disney and Universal. So just if, if you're vaccinated, you no longer need to wear a mask uh, at their parks and their resorts or anything like that. So that's a change, right? So we're starting to see a return to normalcy and what that looks like. So we'll, we'll see uh, what, what it looks like. Um, hey, while we're on yeah. a Nets-related topic, this is interesting. Uh, this just coming out. Steve Nash is doing his pregame uh, for before tonight's game. And he says, there's a chance the first few games out of the All-Star break. Hmm. But they'll be extreme. So it's kind of the first update on when maybe we could see Kevin Durant that we've had in a while. So 
that's a uh, you know we'll take that yeah right that's a that's a good update yeah let's get him back as soon as possible hopefully healthy and uh and ready to go yes. so that'd be great to see him back out there and they need him absolutely yeah. they they definitely do yeah. uh the miami heat signed javante smart to a two-way deal uh and i think this mm-hmm. is maybe the this will perk up the ears of most of our listeners here victor oladipo heading into the g league and uh looking to kind of play his way back into shape here so that could be interesting yep. and give the Heat a little bit of a boost. Yeah, he's not going to play games in the G League, but he's going down and do some practicing mm-hmm. uh, with the Sioux Falls Sky Force, the Heat's G League, so he can get in some five-on-five action. Again, kind of, I just touched on the NBA teams don't practice a lot. One of the things they really don't do is a lot of five-on-five full-court mm-hmm. work that's, that's very limited in season. That's generally... Uh, the back end guys that that do that, the guys who don't play a lot, we'll get into that. And it's a lot of times with a coach or uh, some other staffer kind of jumping in to fill a role, and and that's how the guys you know get get their run in. So, yeah, this is a chance for Oladipo to go. Um, uh, it, it's funny, it's just coming coming across now uh, that he did practice today with, oh. with Sioux Falls. So, um, so that's 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 good news that maybe he's starting to get close, and that could be. I don't want to put a ton of pressure on it because it's been a little while since we've seen Victor Oladipo be Victor Oladipo, right. but that could be one of those sneaky acquisitions. That's not really an acquisition, but you get a guy for nothing. And remember, the Heat signed him to a one-year minimum contract, but have full bird rights. So if he looks really good, it looks like he could be a ten million player next season. They can give him that ten million contract because they have those full bird rights for him. That's an important note. So we'll see what he looks like. He's essentially going to be playing whenever he gets fully back on the court. He's playing for that next contract and potentially he could get it from the Miami Heat. Mm-hmm. Um, Xavier Sneed signs a two-way deal with the Jazz. So that's something to note there. Utah, by the way, on a six-game winning streak right now. Turning, yeah. turning things around. I did see a little blurb too that Donovan Mitchell said things with Rudy Gobert are, are all good. Shocking. Right? I know. It's stunning. So surprising. Yeah. So surprising. What, what, what do you always say, Trevor? Winning cures Winning all, cures right? All. Yep. Yep. That's right. <laughs> so, yeah. That's right. It's, it's, yeah. Now, now they're winning games and everybody's buddy, they're buddy. best friends there. now. So, yeah. Uh, hey, speaking of you know, winning cures all. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> how about my guys? Oh, my goodness. Nine in a row. My goodness. And, man, Hottest everybody team in the NBA. Everybody screamed and yelled that they hadn't beaten anybody. Well, they went into Philly and hammered the Sixers last night by 48 points. Uh, The biggest uh, 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 win over in that series history between those two very long-term rivals. Uh, They were long-time rivals, um, Boston and Philadelphia. And it was, I mean, it was just every way you could imagine defensively they locked everything down that they wanted to do there's been a handful of pieces um Nikias duncan uh wrote one today it's on my timeline if anybody wants to find it or just about how the celtics have kind of got things going but their defense is off the charts mm-hmm. one thing though marcus smart rolled an ankle um he's, he's he left the game at just before halftime he's not going to play they're on a back-to-back tonight against the detroit pistons to close out their uh pre-all-star break period um so he did not uh he is not gonna um Trump. play tonight nor is robert williams so they're both out um there but he may says doesn't think it's anything long term so probably after the all-star break maybe you know a week after that or something like that Keith, far be it for me to to celebrate Celtics wins, but I'm happy for your mentions. 
Cause I saw it, man. Like, <laughs> and you, and I've been going through it too with, with the Lakers side of things. Yeah, like anytime. And, and I do, I get the same thing right now. Anytime for a while there, anytime you said anything on Twitter, like even yeah. if it was just, Hey, this Marvel movie looks good. Your mentions are getting filled up with what is wrong. Trade everybody, get rid of yeah, all these guys, fire the coach. Yeah. And those are some of the nicer. Yeah. Too. And that gets, <laughs> yeah. that, that gets, tiring you know after after a yeah while. it was uh we we just give everybody a little peek behind the curtain here part of uh what has us slightly excited for the all-star break is um but less so for me now because to be realistic if the celtics win the last thing you want is time off right. on a 10 game win streak um but it was a uh, there was a point where it's like i need the break to get here just so to get out of this cycle of negativity mm -hmm. every day you know you know this yeah it, it it trevor's being completely factual i i had a tweet about um about uh one of the, the the marvel series that i really enjoyed um and somebody you know just jumped all in there and was like you're an idiot like what about this like you know what how can you enjoy things when the celtics are so bad and it's like that doesn't dominate my life but yeah it's uh right. you know that's that's something you know it doesn't mean i you know love the game any less so just you know i do i can't step away a little bit but yeah it's uh it's it, it things have improved in in uh my 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 side of things you know for for now let's see where it goes yep. uh speaking of things improving the clippers who've been playing really really well i mean they beat the golden yeah. state warriors they gave mm -hmm. the phoenix suns a run last night it looked like they might even pull off a win on the second night of a back-to-back against the suns uh and this is without Kawhi, without paul george now chris haynes is saying paul george could be back within a month i mean if paul george winds up coming back and then you're not far away from maybe I, I'm still skeptical it's going to happen, but maybe Kawhi comes back. I mean, you could be not far away from being from the Clippers being the team nobody wants to see in the first round of the playoffs because mm -hmm. they've already been a tough team to deal with. As is, you get two guys like that coming back, ooh, that that could sh uh, shake things up quite a bit in the Western Conference playoffs. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Yeah, absolutely, because all it does if you're they're not going to get out of the play in no. even with those guys back, but that leaves Suns, warriors, grizzlies, D baby, right. They're one of those teams where all of a sudden you're like, man, I didn't want to have to deal with this. Mm -hmm. It's the, it's, I, 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 and I promise I'm not pandering to the crowd here, but it's the same thing with the Lakers. You don't want to look across and be like, Jesus, now I got to deal with LeBron for seven games. Like you just, you just don't want to, yeah. right? You, your, your hope is, come on, Minnesota and whoever wins the pillow fight for the ten. Like 
win, knock those two teams out. So we just, we don't even have to deal right. with it. You know, get, get in there and, you know, you take that seventh and eighth seed and off we go. Cause yeah, I mean, and can't you see, let's say somehow, I mean, it's not crazy. They're only a game and a half behind, but the Grizzlies pass the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Can't you see everybody talking themselves into, yeah, they're going to lose young Grizzlies fun, but they're going to lose to Clippers with their guys or to the Lakers sure. or whatever in the first round. Yeah. You could totally sons warriors. I think less so, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, but it's just, you know, you want, if you, you fought all year for, for the, one of the top two seeds, you want to cruise through that yeah. first playoff series, you know, five games at most and, you know, kind of, you know, zip through, get, get right, feel good and move on to, you know, what's probably going to be a pretty difficult second round series. Yeah. You want to get the benefit of all the work that you put in yeah. over the season and suddenly yeah. a fully healthy Clippers team. That's, that's not much of a reward for you, but again, we, I'm not going to complain about players getting healthy because we all <laughs> know we've dealt with enough injuries this yep. season, get healthy, everybody. And, and let's go from there. Um, last thing, speaking of injury and Paul George's injury, specifically Dennis Smith Jr. is now dealing with the same thing. So yeah, similar injury. Yeah. Uh, they're saying three to four weeks before he's reevaluated. So call that mid March. Yeah. And my guess that's probably the season for Dennis Smith Jr. Just the way mm-hmm. these things kind of go. And what's tough is this was a great opportunity for him to play a lot after, you know, Damian Lillard out with with recovery from the surgery and all their trades he could have basically got all the minutes he could have handled and now he's not going to get that opportunity and that that part of this really sucks because you know he might have been able to really show something and parlay that into a you know nice deal you know next year i mean look at like what campaign did right he went to the bubble played great with the suns turned that into a deal turned that into another deal and off we went uh from there so that's the the, the bummer for Dennis Smith Jr. is, you know, not going to get that opportunity yeah. now. Hopefully he can come back before the end of the season. But like you said, I, I yeah. feel. There's still a lot of talent there, I think. It's just, it's never quite worked for him. And that Portland team, I mean, I think we both collectively wrote him off. Mm-hmm. Won three in a row and they're back in the 10. Again, a, a full game up on the Pelicans now. So, I mean, but it's, yeah, I don't. That's going to go all the way down to like the last couple of days of the season. It's going to yeah, be like, Portland, does anybody Portland want this fans, 10 seed? And even the the Portland front office, I think are pretty split on this. They're like, go, yeah. but don't, no, no, don't go to it. We want to keep our pick. We want to, we want to make sure that we get a good pick. It's it. It's always a tough spot to be in when your team's winning games, but you know, it, your long-term future is about, you know, your draft pick coming up. Yeah. Yep. Don't. Let's end on a high note. Uh, Billy Donovan says Zach Levine's visit with specialist in LA went very well. He said the Bulls expect to have him back after the All All-Star right. break. The doctors don't feel like he's in any harm's way of continuing to play. No update for what that Let's means. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. He did say he will likely participate in a limited capacity. And I've got here uh, Casey Johnson reporting that Donovan did say they drained fluid from his knee but that Levine is in yes. good spirit. So, all right. So that's great. I mean, that is the best news you could hope for, for Zach Levine. Right. I mean, you, you couldn't hope for yeah. any. Yeah. Don't oh, play yeah, in the no, all-star no, no. game. Don't, don't play in the all-star that's game. Dumb. But I mean, we, yeah. we, we were play, looking at this play. thinking Zach Levine might be like, this could be something big. This could be seasons over that type of anybody knee stuff. You couldn't ask for anything better than after the all-star break, he's going to be playing. That's great. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's good. Now, 
a little concerning that we did do do a yeah. fluid drain mid mid season. Let's see, you know, if this pops back up again. Because the last thing you'd want to do is have this kind of pop back up again in, you know, April as the playoffs are starting. But for now, let's take it as good news and go. But don't play in the All Star Games, Aquavine. It's no. not worth it. There's 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 no reason. Go. You already got honored. Go have your fun there. But you don't need to do the three point contest and play in the game. Agreed. But that's just me. All right. Let's wrap things up there. Appreciate everybody for joining us. Make sure you are subscribing right here to the <laughs> on this on this short, short show that show. didn't end up being a short <laughs> show. But that's what happens sometimes. Uh, make sure you are subscribing to the NBA Front Office Show over here on YouTube. Hit that notification bell as well. And if you're listening to the podcast version of this, make sure you follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. Till next time, stay safe and see ya. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.